Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Ooh, did you see those UFC fights last oh, night, Jimmy? Sh- why are you doing that? Dang, because why, you, you know, know I haven't seen it. You oh, know no, you, you haven't seen not, it? You better not spoil it. I happen anything. to have the results I, right here. I hate you. I mean, I don't have do them. It. I literally do have it. them right don't here. Don't do it. Don't Look do at it. That. Do you want to know? No, I do not want to know. You know I did not watch it. How about this? I'll just tell you if there stop, was stop, a stoppage stop, stop, de- or decision. Stop. How about that? Stop. <laughs> I'm muting you. <laughs> you can still hear me, dummy. Huh? You can mute me. You'll still hear me. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. I know I can't. You Watch. If, okay, go ahead. Okay, fine. Then I will tell you. Oh, what the, I can hear yeah, you. Oh, that's I what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh, I'm so bad because, you know. <sighs> I did not watch it. Did you watch them? No. <sighs> no, I actually went to bed at nine o'clock. Did you? Oh, so see, I went tired, to bed dude. early as well. Because you were preaching today. That's right. So that's why like the main car started at nine. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get the pay-per-view event and mm. then like not watch the fights I actually want to watch. And yeah. I'm not going to stay up because I, I need my rest. I need my beauty sleep. Yeah. Well, that's why you look so good. Thank you. Yeah. You go to bed early. You Thank put your you. little your mitts on when you go to bed. So keep I, your hands soft. Well, yes. You know, and I, and know I don't want to scratch like yeah. this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I know you're like a little baby after I, minutes, not scratch <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you actually get enough sleep last night? I did. Really? Are you sure? I did. Because I heard about first service that you were like making up words, mispronouncing okay. things all okay. over the place. First of all, we know uh, that happens here. I make yeah. up words on this podcast yeah. and mispronounce Okay, you're supposed the to make time. the mistakes here so that when you're handling the word of God before the congregation of the faithful, you're not well, I don't just like write making everything out. You know that. Yeah, I, I know we don't do that. Yeah. Do so you, you just, just make up words. Well, what was the word you made up? Why it, are you doing this? I wasn't there for this. I didn't have, everybody, everybody know. Um, I had no responsibilities today. So I took the took a family day, mm-hmm. hung out with the family and mm-hmm. I watched the live stream and second service, man, it was yeah. good Churches, service. let your pastors do that. Let your lead preaching pastor do that from time to time. Enjoy every other week. No, I just don't go I to church. I never said that. No. I never said that. So, um, so I didn't see first service, but the word is oh, that my. you don't know your words. Now, I, what was the word that you you made up? Well, do, do you want to hear the real word or the? Well, the, first, what did you say? Well, I said I said contradenarian. 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 Yeah. This is okay. All right, that's not a word. No, no, no. I'm no. pretty sure. No, no. no. What were you trying word. to say? Uh. I I guess I was trying to say contrarian. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> I so wish I was there. For oh that. gosh. So uh, did somebody help you out so that second service you didn't make the same mistake? <laughs> well, in the middle of the service, and this individual, Pastor Brian knows mm-hmm. I'm usually have everything muted. I forgot to do it to my phone this time though. Yeah, because uh, he sends me a text with a screenshot in the yeah. middle of my preaching where uh, it's from the dictionary contrarian. Noun, a person who opposes or rejects popular opinion, especially in stock exchange dealings. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, or an adjective, you know, opposing or rejecting popular opinion or current practice. Right. And then he goes, <clears throat> I think a contrarian is a veterinarian who argues with his animals. <laughs> the word you are likely looking for is contrarian. <laughs> I love Pastor Brian. I love him so much. So much. But it was funny because like you're preaching, right? And I'm looking. And I can see him out of the corner of my eye because of where he sits because right. of what he does for AV, right? Right, right. And he wants to stay near to it. And he's, I can see him out of the corner and I see him on his phone. And Pastor Brian's not a guy that like surfs the web. No, he's dialed in. He's dialed yeah. in. So as soon as my phone goes, ding, I'm like, oh, it was Brian. Yeah. <laughs> he, there was, was a, but he had an important, listen, he's helping. 
He did. Like you, he's an executive pastor guy. He's like that kind of guy. So they're, you know, kind of watching over Mm -hmm. everything. And so Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I I appreciated it. But we love you, Brian. That is awesome. That was fantastic. So I'm glad you enjoyed your morning. I did. Good morning. Good message. Good service. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. All right. So now we get to hang out. Yeah. Have a couple cigars. Boom. We're going to talk about sin. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we're going to talk about Sam. <laughs> Let's talk, do it. Doing Baptist Catechism, question 17. All right, here we go. I'm going to read this. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is sin? Oh. Answer. <laughs> sin is any want of conformity unto or transgression of the law of God. Good. I like it. Nice and simple. Yeah, I don't like the sin. I just like, I like other Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, you do. But you do. You don't I like do, sin. I do, okay, when you do I like it. Yeah. I do love you my You actually sin. admitted that today in your I, opener. Okay, well, what do you want me to oh, say? Oh, I'm sorry. In the introduction. Introduction. Yeah. Um, yeah, Paul struggles with this sort of a thing too. So I like this. It's a very biblical definition and it's very important to actually do this well, to define it mm-hmm. properly. So, but, but why, why does this question itself matter so much? Why do we want to, in our catechism that we stole from the Presbyterians, mm-hmm. why do we want to take time out to say, let's be really clear about what sin is? Yeah. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, sin corrupts. Right. Like as you are going your day, as you're living your life, as you are striving uh, to follow God and to glorify him, Mm. sin is corrupting you. Right. Right. It is leading you astray. It is it is tempting you. You are constantly being bombarded Mm. uh, with these desires to go against the law of God and the will of God and to embrace that which temporarily satisfies uh, but will never quench your deepest dark, your deepest need. Right. for God. And I think the idea that sin corrupts is, I don't, we, get, we get so kind of comfortable with the reality that we live in a sinful world and that we are sinners. Yeah. It's almost like we forget that no, sin will over time really wreck you. Yeah. And like, you've got to know what it is. You've got to be able to address it. And so defining it is really important. And it, you know, like you said, it corrupts, but it also condemns. Mm. I mean, this is our fundamental need for the grace of God, the forgiveness of God through Christ, because Sin doesn't just corrupt us. It doesn't just make life harder. It doesn't just mar us, but it actually does condemn us. Um, You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God or Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, Mm. right? So like we know what sin does and this is why it's important to accurately define it because it corrupts and it condemns and since that, that basically means the stakes are very high. Yeah. This is not a, a a small matter. And because the stakes are high, we want to define it properly because sin is oftentimes misunderstood, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you got the, I mean, two two camps, right? Like you've got legalism or mm-hmm. liberalism, right? And, yeah. Uh, speaking yeah, more- Democrats, to- right. Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> so, stop it. You got the Bible or you got Biden. That's all you got. <laughs> Two opposing forces. No, that was really, really good. Yeah. I, was, you know, I was impressed. With I that. wasn't preaching today, so I no, got so extra. You got extra, got like extra rhymes extra little and metaphors. And yeah. Mm-hmm. See, all mine are gone. All mine are <laughs> You're gone. You're spent. Yeah. You know what? Kissing cousins. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. okay. We got some complaints about inside jokes, so to that we say, too bad. But also, just to let you know, Jimmy had a thought that he almost said during uh, while I was preaching, preaching today, yeah. talking about Mary and Joseph coming from the same, you know, both coming from David, one through Nathan, Nathaniel, the other through Solomon. And I was, I had a thought on stage of like kissing cousins. And I, I just, not, 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 not the a picture of two cousins kissing. I don't want to make that very clear, mm. but just, you know, that idea of kissing cousins and how they wait, say wait, no what? kissing cousins. What? These ain't no kissing cousins. No, we just said kissing cousins. Something before that. 
This ain't no kissing. This cousin. ain't no. Yeah. Okay. All right. This well, ain't no kissing cousin situation. But good. But so you talked about you said you said legalism and you said oh yeah sorry so legalism. What is what do you mean by how does legalism misunderstand sin? Um, it it really focuses on the physical act of sinning, right? And so there's this sense of like okay, well, uh, well here's an example. Um, alcohol abuse is sinful. Mm -hmm. So it's sin to drink alcohol. Okay. So there's extra rules that are placed that are put in place because it's misunderstood what sin actually is, the corruption that it is within. So they, they try to put these walls, extra walls right. and extra man-made rules mm -hmm. and call those things sin when yeah. they're not sin. Yeah. And that's, we see this in all, I mean, Baptists do it, Charismatics mm. do it. Every, uh, every tribe falls into this kind of error when we begin to call something sin that the bible itself does not call sin right because it's like sin is any want of conformity unto or transgression of the law of god yeah. I mean, it's got to be revealed if we're going to call it sin but then you said liberalism what do you, what, what do you mean by liberalism yeah i mean when i think of liberalism and, and this misunderstanding of sin um i think there are some that look and say well grace abounds mm -hmm. so i could do what i want yeah exactly you know, uh, it doesn't matter. There are no rules because Jesus paid it all. Jesus, take the wheel. The only thing the law can really do is show me how I messed up. So, but that, that's, that's it. it. Because so it like, no longer condemns me because I am free in Christ. And I can so just then do my thing. I can do my thing. Uh, so then there is no sin, really. Mm -hmm. And there are no, so it doesn't matter whether you abuse alcohol or uh, uh, adultery yeah. or homosexuality. We give ourselves a pass, a liberal yeah. pass to do what thou wilt, right? We're just mm -hmm. kind of, uh, which is like the great commandment of uh, of the satanic church, right? Do what thou wilt. It's mm. just like, do your thing and don't worry about it. So Christian traditions sometimes lean legalistically and sometimes lean liberally, where they're, they're overly concerned about sin, but defined extra biblically, or they're not concerned about sin by kind of giving everybody, especially themselves, a pass. So mm -hmm. we get to our definition here, right? Sin is any want of conformity unto or transgression of the law of God. Where's a good place where we can find a biblical support for that definition? Yeah, uh, look at First John 3, 4. Uh, everyone who practice, or sorry, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. It's a great verse because it's very clear. I think if you're reading your Bible, you know what sin is. You know it's breaking God's law or disobeying God's commands. And then to have it like put so precisely here, mm -hmm. sin is lawlessness, uh, is is really kind of, is really helpful. And as we're talking about the breach of God's law, traditionally, theologically, we talk about two kinds of sin. Okay. Right? The sins of commission yeah. and the sins of omission. Mm. So when we're talking about obviously some Baptist I think because it rhymes, you know. <laughs> um, I'm surprised there's not a low mission and a bro mission. <laughs> sins of bro mission. That's what we bro, probably engage. That's in. Yeah. what we do. I mean, it's sins like, of bro mission. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah we we, we bro mission, uh, flow, Brovid. Uh, flow mission. Flow because you're just in the flow of things. You're kind of doing things. Give yourself mm -hmm. a pass because you got to keep the flow going. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, uh, what is a sin of commission? Mm -hmm. I mean, simply it's it's doing what you know is wrong. The you, law says it. And you just break it. I'm going I'm to do the opposite anyway. Yeah, I'm, I, I can have a pass this time yeah. or or I'll just ask for forgiveness. and Love your neighbor, Jimmy. 
Nah, nah, forget nah, it. I'm not gonna nah, they don't need any. They don't need to come over. Nah. So, um, but more specifically, it's like um, do not bear false witness, right? And then I go bear that that witness that is false, right? So, First <laughs> Corinthians six nine through ten, right? Here's an example of 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 commands against these sins of commission, right? Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, the people who do oh. these things, who are actively yeah. doing these things, mm -hmm. they've broke God's law and therefore they are condemned. Sins of commission. We all kind of know what that is. But then yeah. we start talking about sins of omission. And this is when you know the right thing to do and you don't do that thing. So commission is doing what you know is wrong. Omission is not doing what you know is right. Yeah. And so kind of withholding like James 4, 17. Mm -hmm. uh, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. So exactly. it's not, it, it, there's like, there's, it's almost like an active, right? Mm -hmm. An active act of sin That's is good. commission. And then the passive act of sin mm -hmm. with omission. I like that active and passive. Yeah. Did someone else say that or was I? only probably the greatest theologians of all time man i don't know for sure oh really i'm just saying it's so good it's it had to have been said before. okay because I, I i felt like that someone wrote that and i must have read that and i don't re remember uh, frequently when i come up with something that i think is really good i'm like dang that's really good and i just don't know that i probably read it three or four times you know by what i'm gonna say authors. i think someone once said when you look at the city commission that's mm -hmm. an that's active yeah right? it's an active intentional active rebellion. intentional but but when you look at the sins of omission mm -hmm. it's a passive unintentional uh, unintentional well sometimes no, no it's intentional some, some, because you yeah. know what you should be doing but you you're don't not do doing that, that thing, thing. Yep, yep i like it so it's an active uh sorry it's a passive uh uh act of rebellion which one do you think we take more seriously i think we take sins of uh commission more seriously yeah i think so because yeah, I mean, it, it's a big, it's, it's obvious. It's like, obvious. You can see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know why I think we, we don't take sins of omission as serious? Why? No one can prove that we we, we didn't know we should have done that thing. Right. It's so easy to uh, to talk our, and bluff our way through. It's like, yeah, the, I didn't know you want me to do the dishes, Michelle. Yeah, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to know that they're piled up and yeah. you left you left a note? Weird note on that fridge right there. It's a good thing the Bible doesn't tell me to do a woman's work. Because oh, no, 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 that, no, no. then it would be a no, sin. No, 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 but it doesn't no, no. say that. Normally, no, no, Bible no, no, can tell no, me what no. sin is, no. so I'm not going to worry about it. No, 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 don't do that. No, don't do what? Don't do that thing you're doing right now. Oh, <laughs> this right okay. here is a sin of omission. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like um, you know, in James that you're talking about, right? The person who comes to you and they need help, and you're like, "Hey, man, ho hope it goes well for you," but you don't actually try to help when you could, yeah. when you should. Uh, sin of omission. I, I, I like First Samuel. Uh, 12 23 when samuel says moreover as for me far be it for me that i should sin against the lord by ceasing to pray for you so i mean you have to recognize that there is or there are a number of responsibilities that we bear and not everybody bears the same responsibilities all right so like the non-christian is not responsible to be praying for christians mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. every christian is responsible to be praying at the very least for some other christians like the yeah. christians in your church the yep. christians in your uh, relationships, yep. the Christians in your family. Yep. And so to not do so. Ooh, this is convicting. Right? This is convicting. Oh, yeah, keep going. And this is, I mean, honestly, we, we've talked about it before, but it is wrong. It is absolutely wrong for you to say, hey, man, I'm going to pray for you and give somebody some immediate comfort with the promise that you will lift them up in prayer and then not pray for them. Not only, oh, not just because oh. you're lying, but because you really didn't have an intention. I mean, sometimes you do. 
But oftentimes we really don't. Like we say it because we know it's the right thing to say. Um, it lets yeah, them know that we're yeah. taking them seriously. But then to not pray is a sin of omission. Yeah. So side note. Yep. I, see, for me, mm-hmm. I do pray in yep. that moment. Yep. I'm like, yeah. And I, I forget. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's actually, that that part for me is kind of like I don't I don't follow up and and show that I that, so that they know I do care and I'm still thinking of them. Right? It's one really? of the most powerful things when that we experience I think among brothers and sisters when somebody comes up to us and says, "Hey man, a couple of weeks ago you said that this was going on in your life and I've been praying for that. How's it going?" Oh yeah. They're, I mean that obviously though they can mean that as a dig like in some you know, churches where people are just kind of judging each other. But in a healthy church, what that means is, is like, hey man, you've been on my heart. I've been thinking about you, praying that God would do an amazing work. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how's it going? That's a, boy, that's encouraging for me. When I hear that from my small group, Yeah, people say, hey man, yep. I you know, love it. You mentioned that you know, Jen is really mean to you all the time. And that you're Stop just praying it. for extra grace to be nice Why to her because she's bearing so awful. False witness. You're I bearing am. false oh, witness. It's just an example. Okay. Don't, it's, it's just bad, an example. It's a bad example because okay. your wife, listen. She's awesome. Listen, you and I got lucky. Uh, no, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we did we not. We got blessed. Yes. Okay. We, we got, did. Not we got, lucky. Fine. We okay. got lucky by the blessing of God. No, we just we, God was very kind to us. Yeah, yeah. He gave us strong, amazing yeah. wives. It's not he, luck. Yeah, yeah, it is. Luck. I've seen other guys that are blessed. Oh, yeah. They ain't got the same. Okay. Let's define luck. We're going to define luck? Yeah, because you're using the word wrong. No, no, no. No, continentarian. Success, continentarian. success apparently brought on by chance. Apparently. See? Chance. Yeah, yeah. Apparently chance. by chance. Okay, yeah. But it's not apparently. We are lucky to be blessed. No, we're not. Stop it. We're blessedly lucky. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We can just start your own cult. (laughs) So in, um, now we've been pushing Benjamin Bedham. Mm. Benjamin Bedham. Uh, He's got an exposition of this catechism that we've been encouraging you guys to get. We link to it in the show notes every week. So if you want to know where it is, uh, then go to doctrineanddevotion.com. Find the episode, and the, these are all linked in the show. In in the in the even in the podcast, you should be able to find a link back to the website and back to even that particular episode. But Benjamin Bedham uh, brings out some some more questions and some more scripture for us to be considered uh, as we're talking about what sin really is. And so, uh, and these are helpful, especially as we're talking about sins of omission and commission, because we tend to limit what these things might look like. So for example, he says, does the law of God, which is a standard that establishes what sin is or isn't, does the law of God extend to our thoughts? The answer is yes. no. Oh, wait, wait, what? it does? Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Matthew five twenty eight. he that looketh upon a woman to lust after her committeth adultery in his heart. Now, that's so important. When Jesus is expounding on the law, he's not changing the law. He Mm -mm. is expounding upon it. He's applying it. He's showing, like, listen, just because you haven't literally physically committed adultery doesn't mean that you don't have an adulterous heart. It doesn't mean that you are sinful. And it certainly doesn't mean that you are pure because you can lust after a woman and commit adultery in your heart. When you're looking at porn or when you're just lusting at the the guy or the girl that you see uh, in the coffee shop, you are committing a sinful act of yes. treason, not yes. just against your wife, but against God. Mm. Uh, well, what about to our words, Joe? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the law of God extends to our words. Uh, Ephesians 4.29, Betham points out, uh, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Words, Jimmy. Mean things. They do mean things. And as you've learned, the ones that you make up mean nothing. No, 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 no. They mean nothing. No, no, no. Though. Those words mean nothing. They're meaningless. Uh, no, they understood. Oh, they understood. Not your word, but your intent. You know, 
We have great people. <laughs> they they yep. definitely give me a pass. Oh, really? We have great people. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Okay. Let me okay. give you a few examples. You tell me if this is a great person. Oh, my church. gosh. Wait, okay. what the? Because I'm going to beg to differ. What's going on here? What about the person, when you're trying to preach the word, mm-hmm. who begins to send you texts uh, <laughs> about how you've screwed up? Is that a good person? You know what? That brother yeah. corrected me, <laughs> and I love him for it. We do have I great I love people. that he had the courage and the love for not just me, mm-hmm. but for God and for the people. And, the, ma- and the humor and to make it not hurt so bad. He's very good at that. I do. I do. He's got some tact. Brian is, Brian is, Brian is sometimes so smart and funny. Like I don't even laugh. I'm just kind of like, wow, that's really good. Is it, I think, I think part of it though is you don't get it. Was oh, that what it is? Yeah. Sometimes oh, so you just I don't, don't get, get the, the joke. Oh, okay. That's Cause there's a lot that he says and yeah. I'm like, Oh, Brian. And you're just like looking with them dead eyes. You're on the, you're on the dead eyes kick today. You oh, mentioned I, dead I, eyes in your sermon. I did say dead. You're okay. right. All right. So our, our words do matter. And now listen, there's a sense in which I do think the old phrase, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will never hurt me. We know that there's a sense in which that's true and a sense in which that is false. Words can be very painful, that you can really hurt somebody with your words. Um, it's important, on the other hand, to not care too much about what people you know, not involved in your life say. Like You don't need to worry about that. But words do hurt. Sinful words do hurt. At the very least, they grieve the spirit yep. and, uh, and they hurt and corrupt you. So our words actually do matter. Um, and maybe we'll do uh, an episode on words and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it yeah. applies to our actions, he yeah. says. Jeremiah 44, 4. Oh, do not this abominable thing which I hate. Look at, look at how he went out of his way to describe like, hey, don't do that thing I told you not to do. <laughs> it's something that's abominable. It's abominable. And uh, I hate it. He hates that thing. <laughs> I hate that thing. So don't do that thing that I hate. It's not like God didn't establish arbitrary rules for us to follow that he doesn't have a feeling about. Right. It's like, listen, I hate false worship and insincerity and lying and all of these things. So this is why sin is so grievous. Um, What about the temper of our mind? It does extend. Yes. Mm. Matthew 22, 37. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Yeah, that's the word. Now, um, so even just the frame of your mind, what, what this should bring uh, uh, an awareness to is as you begin to see that the law of God extends to our thoughts, our words, not in obviously our actions, but also our minds. It means that there is no one who is pure. Yeah. Because even if they have a great reputation with outsiders, and I can think of people where I have yeah. never seen them in their lives commit a, a, an outward act of sin, though they certainly have, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Now, I've seen you do it. What you've do you mean? Se- you've seen me do it. Oh, well, no. Hey. What? Oh, you want me to list them? Because I do keep a list. You keep a list. That journal that I keep, that pocket journal that I keep, that field notes in my back pocket, all that is. The clandestine one it's for a li- all my black ops. It's a list of your black ops sins. That's what that is. <laughs> or in your case, brown op. Doesn't matter. Bro. Anyway. What? Bro. <laughs> Those are brown ops. <laughs> I got the white ops. No, you no, that was pretty good. Yeah. Continue. I like it. So nobody. I'm a little offended. Okay. No, really? I'm not. I was no, going to say, yeah. Because if you were, I win. But uh, <laughs> if you're not, then, then you win. Um, so this is why uh, Bedham goes on to say, is every breach of the law sinful? Yes, for all of our unrighteousness is sin. The point is, is that there is no one who gets away clean. There is no yeah. one who has avoided 
breaking God's law in multiple parts, even if you can't see it. So like the, there, there are people in my small group that I consider to be mature, righteous, amazing examples. And then there are people in my small groups, you know, like, like uh, Brian no. Edwards. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Brian's a great godly man. Um, so there, there are people in our group that I look at and I go, man, I just, I've never seen them stumble, yeah, though yeah. they have. They certainly have. Yeah, I'm sure they have. But that's the point. Even if you can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not real. It's definitely there. Yeah. So as you're talking about, Joe, uh, sin, right? Like why this is all important about defining mm -hmm. sin. Right. And you touched on it there that sin shows us our need for Jesus. First John 1, 8 to 10. Mm. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves mm -hmm. and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So it shows this mm -hmm. need that we have. And I mean, it shows us our need for Jesus, but sin also shows us for our need to repent. Absolutely. I mean, your sin, you don't thank God for your sin, but you thank God that in your sin, you're reminded of your need for Jesus. You're shown specifically where you need to repent. We all need to repent. And when God brings conviction, you know specifically where, because you say like, oh wow, I'm not conforming to God's law here. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, Sin is discouraging. Sin is awful. It, 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 it discourages us for a time, but Jesus strengthens us forever. The, you, you, we don't dwell on our sin. We see our sin, we hate it, we mourn of it, we repent of it, and then that leads us back to Christ where he gives us the strength to walk in his ways now and forever. So while sin is with us for a time, the grace of God is with us now and forever. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday over on the website. We've got some blogs and some video content. Later.